Hey guys, welcome back to the Lid Laugh Love <laughs> podcast. Um, the whole point of me starting this podcast was because I was having just good conversations with my friends and thought that we said interesting enough things that people might want to hear it. And so today I am, we're coming at you live uh, from the car, which if you listen to my first podcast, it's actually how the first ever episode I ever produced slash put out was literally recorded with like voice memos ratchet quality in a car and so i'm with my good friend anna velichko hi Hi. (laughs) and we're just driving to um waimea we are making the trek (laughs) to um a really good coffee shop um on the island and so we're making our little trek we have like an hour drive well probably like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. And uh, we just started talking about things, and I was like, let's just record it. So if you're hearing this, we must have said something um, interesting enough to actually post it. Okay, so we'll just jump back into our conversation. We were talking about... um, We are talking about friendship breakups, right? Yeah. Um, Anna... uh, recently i think it's okay that we just talk about the situation right yeah let's just do it i think she wouldn't mind okay (laughs) we won't mention names yeah let's do that (laughs) but one of anna's like best friends just got into a relationship it's me guys i'm in a relationship (laughs) yay (laughs) you wish (laughs) (laughs) okay cut it out (laughs) editor editor cut it out um but yeah, so one of your good friends, and let's tell us about the emotions you're feeling. <laughs> okay, this is very raw. Wow, I've never done this before. But um, I usually process these things with my good friends, and and now your good friend is making you <laughs> process this in front of everybody. <laughs> I was literally in the raw processing this. Like I don't even know why I feel this way. Um, so basically, my really good friend, like we've been such good friends, where we process everything together, and we're roommates, and so. She, like, became my closest person that I get to process life with. And now she got into a relationship, and I'm like, why am I feeling this weird, like, I want to distance myself from her, and I'm feeling angry or jealous, or I I can't even, I don't even understand what I'm feeling, and I can't fully put words into what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. But as me and Lydia were processing, I'm like, I don't think it's jealousy because I'm like so happy for her and I'm okay being where I'm at and I know this is where I'm supposed to be but there's this like uh, I don't know it's like I don't I want to be around her but at the same time there's this like angry like I don't want to be around her anymore yeah but I think it's this mourning or like grieving of like breaking up with a friend or like (laughs) letting go of a friend and knowing that we're still gonna be friends but it's going to be on a different level because she has a different person that who is her priority now that is going to be that closest person for her it's not going to be me anymore and I should be okay with that but I'm not fully okay with it yet because it's just so like raw right now in the moment and I'm just processing how to do that of like letting go of her and being okay with that and happy with for her because she is entering like a new season of life too yeah and i still want to be there for her and be giddy about things with her but it's like oh you have a different person <laughs> like i want to be happy for you <laughs> <laughs> totally and i think that like i don't know i think something that we it's like this weird it's almost embarrassing and you feel shame because you're like okay i love my friend and i want to be excited and you're like i don't want to be one of those like 
drama queens that's like, well, you got into a relationship, so now I'm super jealous. Like, I feel like even letting yourself feel, I don't know if jealousy is like the right word. Like, I think I like the way that you said that it's not necessarily jealousy. You're almost like, I'm just going through this like grieving process. It's just transition. It's change. And I feel like we need to have more grace for ourselves. But to also, like, let those emotions come up. To feel like, dang, like, I am disappointed. Like, I mean, I... Okay, this is this is raw and embarrassing. I think I might have told you this, Anna. But I've... I, like, one time I made a friend's level of singleness chart. <laughs> and I... This is so raw. And I just, like, put in all of, like, some of my, like, closest friends. People are getting added to the list every day. Make your submission. Um, But I've, just, I've put, like... Like, okay, it'll be like, this person is married with a kid, with a house. Like, I'm pretty sure some of my friends, y'all are just, you're, y'all are getting wild. Like, I think the top of the list is married, two houses, child. <laughs> and I, like, put this list together, and I think, okay, in theory, I feel like people are probably like, Lydia, that's so depressing, so sad. But it was kind of just, like, it was more so, like, interesting for me to be like, wow, I'm just curious if if there was some sort of scale or level in in which we're ranking like where would I fall and of course I fall on the bottom um of the list and and of course that's one section of things and like what we say is like the most important because there's so many other things that like I've gotten to do you know it's like one of my best friends her name is Katie she's the married kid two houses (laughs) she's amazing and you know it's so funny I remember she came out or maybe like a year ago we just went to the beach together we're just sitting and like just sitting in the sand and processing our lives and it was so interesting because for me I was like Katie I feel this like jealousy not yeah I I don't know what other word to use Mm -hmm. but like I feel this like jealousy towards you this like envy for your life because when I look at your life I'm like you have it figured out you have structure you have this you have that you have all these things and she's like I love my life and I wouldn't trade it for the world she goes but I sometimes look at your life and I feel this like oh I wish I could have done more because she got married at a really young age she's you know she's 23 and a mom already and like I mean it's like comparison just comes in and I think that it just steals so much from us and but I think it was also just really like cool to just be honest with each other and go like hey like I feel you know jealous like you know, it was interesting hearing that perspective because I could sit over here and be on my side and be like, like I suck. And here's all the ways that I'm failing in life. And she could feel the same thing. But then vulnerably, we were able to share with each other and go like, Hey, this is where I'm at. And actually I feel these things too. And I feel like it just cut out shame. It allowed us to like process where we were, but then encourage each other in where we're at in our lives and be like, Hey, you're actually doing great. And I think, um, another thing I think I've just been learning with, with, especially with friends that have, cause I've had so many friends that have gone through, you know, getting, you know, one of my other really good friends just got engaged and that's a whole other thing. Mm. And, and I think it's like, um, I think learning to, yeah, not allow comparison to be a thing, but allow like encouragement. And when you have such close friendships, yeah, I think I've, I, I had this like revelation I don't know, maybe like a year ago where I was like, no, it was actually a couple months ago with one of my other friends where we get together and she's the best, but we get into a room and it almost feels like we, we spur each other on so much in vision that it's sometimes there can be this like slight edge of like, we just start like stressing about our own lives. 
And I was like, dang, like, in all the things she's doing, because she's one of my, like, closest friends, I get to fully champion her in what she's doing. I get to fully champion her in, like, like, every win and every success in life, I get to be like, oh my gosh, that is one of my, like, greatest friends, and I get to fully champion her in that. And not in, like, it's about me, but it's almost like I get to be a part of that. Like, in moments where she's doing something big and scary and new, like, I'm thinking even about, like, your situation right now, it's like, what, as she's stepping into, you know, this relationship and it's still, you know, new and stuff, but like you get to champion her on the days where she's feeling insecure while she's getting ready for her date or when yeah. she's feeling like, oh, am I this? Or while her and her boyfriend are going through things, you get to be like, like that person in her corner being like, I'm going to hype you up and I'm going to, and I think it's just, it redefines a role. Yeah. Because like you said, you've done everything together. She's the person you text and say, hey, let's go do this. Let's do that. Yeah. Like. I, I had a friend that, um, this is what, this is what's like sparked this. Cause I, I, I had a conversation with someone recently where they were like, um, if your best friend's parent died, would you go and, um, like, would you go be with them? And I thought about it and I was like, there's like one friend I would probably go be with. I mean, some of them, I like know their parents. So it's, you know what I mean? It kind of changes. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. well I know your parent. Well, I grew up with yeah. you. Like, it's, like, one of my best friends from back home. If their parents died, for sure I'm going to fly out because I love their parents and I know them and have a relationship. Like, I'm going to the funeral. Um, but for the ones where I maybe I don't know, I was, like, would I, would I go? And I feel like it was almost this thing where I was, like, dang, like, they... Of course I could go and be there for them. But it's different because they... A lot of them have husbands and have, like... They have that person. Like, I've kind of... I'm not in that role anymore as, like, their person. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's not that you're... It's it's the reality of, of grieving and transitioning and there's change coming and, and keeping your heart in a, in a, you know, allowing all the emotions to come up and, and be tender about it and be like, this sucks, and, and have the moments where you're like, I'm actually freaking jealous. And I yeah. feel like, you know what, God, like where is my man and when's my life gonna start like you know we we can have those things it's like tangled you know yeah that song she sings where she's like she's doing so much with her life but she's like when will my life begin i'm like shawty you made you making puzzles you are (laughs) you're making pottery you're cooking cleaning (laughs) painting i'm like girl you painted a whole mural and you're complaining about when is your life going to begin but i think we often have that same perspective as rapunzel And I think it just, like, hits home, like, it's literally the person that is so close to you that's having such a shift of seasons, and it's realizing that my friendship with her is shifting as well, and it's learning how to do that. It's funny, I don't, I didn't even talk to her yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, just send her the podcast, be like, hey girl, um, this is what I felt. And because yesterday I was feeling off, and she picked up on it, and she's like, girl, you okay? She texted me, she's like, girl, you okay? Literally from the other room, because we're roommates. uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, well, I'm here if you want to talk. I'm like, I'm fine. You're like, I want to talk about you. I know, because I'm like, You left me, you abandoned me. (laughs) You go, you found another person. Um, So just, like, being okay that, like, I keep going with my life. I let yeah. go a little bit of her because someone else will get most of her time now. Yeah. Um, and I just get to move on to do the things I usually do and like keep pouring into my other friendships that I have. Yeah. But it's just, it's just this shift that I have to mourn a little bit yeah. and let go of her and yeah, just 
be like, okay, that's her new season. And yeah. if you don't talk to anyone about this, I feel like it's easy to swirl out and be like, oh my gosh, people are uh, getting engaged, getting married, falling in love, yeah. and it's not happening to me. But it's realizing, wait, like I have a different timeline, yes. and I get to process that with someone else. Yeah. And it's okay if it's not happening now. Yeah. Uh, but it's it is a little bit embarrassing sometimes to say out loud because like I don't want to be that person that's totally. like all I want is relationships because. I feel like when it happens to close people around you, it feels like you're missing out. Mm -hmm. But in reality, like, no, I do know I have a different timeline than they do. Yeah. My life is in God's hand. He has me right where he has me. Like, I'm supposed yeah. to be here, and it's okay. Yeah. And, yeah, learning to champion my friends in that. Yes. And I think, too, what kind of just on what you're saying about championing people, because I'm even thinking about it, and I, honestly, while we're talking, I'm like, oh... I think sometimes we overcomplicate it. Like, we make it so much like, oh, well, maybe they don't want to hang out. Like, I've had so many yes, friends that have literally that said to me, like, I miss hanging out with you. Like, I feel like I was like, oh, like, an assumption. I was like, oh, you want space. You just want to, like, go be with your boo thing. And, like, yeah. I don't want to make you feel like you're abandoning us. So I'll just pull myself away. But then they come to me and they're like, hey, I actually, like, I feel totally abandoned. I feel like I lost all my friends. And in some ways, it's like we kind of push people to, like, I'm just thinking about this. I'm like, gosh, how many friends have I, like, pushed to be like, okay, well, now your husband has to be your only friend. Where I'm like, mm -hmm. no, like, there is a gift. I think that, like, I think friendships are such a gift. I think marriage is a gift, but I think friendships are, are a gift where people have either done more time with you and, and know you better and you get to like champion them again like there's there's a there's a transition process of their like figuring out because especially in like the puppy love stage you're like oh, I just want to do everything with this person I just yeah. always want to be around them I just want to like see them at all times um but I think it's like st I think the best thing that you can do as like that support system or that like friend is to be cautious not to fall into like you said, assumption yeah. and, and just like fear and shame and be like, oh, okay, well I'm just going to, I'm going to push myself away. Cause honestly, I also just get super uncomfortable when people get into relationships sometimes. Like I have friends, I'm like, I will hang out with you all day when you're married. But like when you're in a relationship, I'm like, oh, I just, uh, like, I'm just let you two just hang yeah, out, just do a thing. Cause you do feel like a third wheel or you yeah. do feel kind of awkward or you do have that weird, like, like, <laughs> it's like the thing where you're like, oh, well, well, they like, like, it's almost like becomes this, like, you're like fighting over the person. I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to be in a relationship with this person, but it's just like, I think it's just finding that, that healthy balance. And, and I think just communicating, I think having conversations with your friend because they might be, you know, grabbing their pants and being like, holy <laughs> crap, I'm in a relationship. This is all super new. And, and their friendships pull away. And, you're and like, their friendships pull away. Do? And I think that's the thing is like, you don't want someone to feel I just know where in my assumption I've made friends feel abandoned um like forgotten in my assumption of being like oh this is what's best for them instead of communicating and actually asking and just being honest with it because they're still your friend and I think we do I think it's a form of like self-protection no honestly even as we're processing I'm like oh my gosh I totally did the same thing of like just push pulling myself away from her yeah from my friend and I'm like as you're saying it, I just realized it and it's so good to have these conversations because then I'm like oh I'm identifying what I'm feeling because yeah. literally yesterday I was like I don't know why I'm like this and before yeah. yesterday I was like something's off I can't I don't know what it is yeah and now as we're talking about it, I'm like okay 
oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. And I feel like now that I have identified it in me, yeah. I can come talk to her. And I know she's so gonna want to talk. She's uh, talk to me about it. She's so. gonna and she's gonna like even laugh at this conversation yeah. and be like, I I did not know you feel this way. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I I guess we can be friends again. <laughs> <laughs> he said, okay, we can we can yeah, be friends. I had this weird of like, I don't I don't want to talk to you. Like, just yeah. go to your boo, you know? Yeah. No, totally. And I think we have to... I think that's why I think just conversations like this are important. Like, having, like, the raw, honest moments with the Lord. Like, bringing your emotions before the Lord and being like, Dang, Lord, like, I actually just need you to come and fill my heart with peace. I need you... I've had so many moments where I've, like... You know, I feel like I've... Years ago, I, like, made this commitment where I basically was like, God, I'm going to, like, give you... It sounds so cheesy. But I was like, I'm going to give you my heart to protect. Like, I'm going to, like take my heart and put it in a little box and I'm gonna tr- like I trust that you in the right timing that you will like you'll show me even when I get into a relationship show me like how to still guard my heart while also give my heart to someone you know all of the above and yeah. I think like oftentimes I like almost like have visuals of me like trying to like take back my heart and be like trying to figure out myself yeah. but I think like continue to stay that place and not allow disappointment and to come in or like skew like what we've set our hearts to and what we've set our our lives to of like okay god i want to live for you i want to like i want to i want to trust your timing i want to trust that you care more about this than even i do and i know how much i care about it and and you'll bring it to me in the right timing or that like you know what like i remember the lord one time i was just like thinking about relationships and the lord was like lydia what if i told you that he's this and that and da, da, da. and I was like oh my gosh like god bring me this man right now like he sounds amazing and I felt like and it was like this like kind the kindness of the lord because I needed it, this statement to be wrapped up in it but basically like what if I told you he like wasn't ready yet like would you be willing to wait and I was like I think I was like 18 god how am I gonna be married by 21 if he like needs to, no I think I was maybe like 19 or 20 but I was like because I had this whole timeline and I'm a planner what can I say and I just was like and it it literally was like so painful and of course I'm dramatic and I'm like I'm not gonna be married till I'm 40 but I was like okay god but like god I trust like I would rather wait and I would rather like you do the work in their heart and and I would rather wait and 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 trust your timing and stay to that place and of course like things come up like people I think your 20s are the most I don't know if there's a, a t- maybe not even a time in your life that there's never going to be comparison trying to steal your joy. There's yeah. never going to be lies and shame and fears creeping in. And I think it's just stay like it, it doesn't mean that we don't allow those things to like come up and process them. But I think we we process them. And we don't just push them down and shove them to the side. And I feel like I think about this all the time. I'm like I feel so thankful for my friends that are going through the hard stuff like of course I have moments like my friends are now just starting to have um babies and I'm like um hello like I'm not I'm not even like I'm so far away from being in a relationship that I'm like and now you're having kids like who are my kids gonna grow up with like I'm like um hello like we were supposed to do this together how dare you but I think like at the same time like it's been so fun and like fascinating to like watch my friends go through like being in a relationship and then being engaged and then getting married and now having babies like uh, one of my friends just literally had a baby a a couple days ago and it's like fascinating just to like hear her process and and hear things about her life and I think I 
I'm the baby of the family. So I think I've already had this perspective of like, you let everyone else make the mistakes and you just learn from them. <laughs> so you make that less. Is, that is so not me. I'm the oldest. Yeah. I'm the one who like goes through everything to be like, okay guys, do this. Don't do this. Cause I've tried, I failed yeah. or I succeeded. Totally. Well, I'm giving, as a baby, I'm giving you some, some new perspectives, some new things to, wow. to try, which is, it's essentially like taking it as a gift and realizing, you know what, like your friends are like, I, I think I'm just, I'm kind of, not that they're like making all these mistakes, but it's like, I feel so thankful that like someday at my like wedding or when I start going through these seasons, like I'm going to have like freaking like VIPs. I'm going to have the ones that have like figured it all out or at least are like the ones that are able to like walk me with me through things and be like, I'm going to give you permission in this. Like, and I have friends that have just, they have like some wild things that they've experienced in their marriages and in their relationships and stuff. And it's like, I've just seen the way that they've loved deeply, the way they've locked into trust, the way that they've championed. Um, and I think like, I just feel so fortunate. This is like the like positive perspective of these things of being like, dang, I feel so fortunate that I get to, you know, glean from my friends. I get to take the role of champion. I get to be the one that's like, you know what? Like, I, I think I've posted this on Instagram. There's, mm-hmm. there's a girl, I f- a, f- a woman I follow, and I just look up to her so much. She just posts the most encouraging things all the time on her Instagram. And I think she was the one that, like, posted about um, Esther from the Bible. And she talked about, like, so Esther, you know, Mordecai is like, you know, it's you, Esther. If you were created for such a time as this, like, you have to go to the king. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the story, mm-hmm. basically, like, her whole people group was being killed. She was the queen and she needed to go before her husband and basically say like, Hey, don't kill them. (laughs) And, uh, and, but it was like really scary because like he could, he wasn't summoned and you know, she could lose her life by even just like going to the king and being like, Hey, don't do this. And, um, there's like a, a part in, in the, in the book that it says, um, that she went, she basically went to like fast and pray. I think for like three days, she told all of her people, to also fast and pray and it says that like it was she went she went into her room for those times and she had her maids with her like praying with her mm-hmm. and she highlighted this part about the maids and about being the ones that are like in the in the inner room with Esther where while Esther is having this like terrifying moment like Esther basically like got the calling and was like this is what you're supposed to do this is your assignment and I'm just, I'm just like thinking about like I think oftentimes we read stories in the Bible or we read things where we're like wow they're like they just did it right but I'm like gosh I can't imagine like she was like essentially like almost like a sheep going to slaughter like I like she really was like I could die in this situation and I can't even imagine for those three days I mean when I have to make a decision <laughs> I will swirl out you know what I mean I'm like questioning everything so to have three days knowing that you could die in three days to to go like like I can't imagine all the emotions all of the fears all of the stuff that's coming up in her heart but then like who do you have in the room like when you are when when you're getting your calling when someone's saying like okay this is what God said like on it if you come to me and you said like God said that I need to uh we'll just you start a YouTube channel like God said to do it and that he wants to use my creativity whatever it's like I would much rather when you get that call, like, I don't want to be the person that's like, you know what, Anna, like, you're right, things aren't working out. Like, actually, yeah, things are hard in this. 
you know, maybe you shouldn't, or maybe you should just give up. Or like, I literally asked you about this yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my YouTube channel. Help. Yeah. I need your <laughs> advice or say something. Totally. Well, and, and it's like the person that I would come to and Cause I'm like, I can't do this alone. Yeah. It, even though it's like just a random thing, like my YouTube channel, but yeah. I do feel like heavy on it. Like there's a heavy assignment on it. So I'm like, I need my friends to speak into this because I lose vision very fast, very often. Yeah. And I cannot like, and I end up swirling out about it. Yeah. And yeah. And so yeah. you need people that like, I think about it and I'm like, of course. And it's not, I think sometimes we do need friends that are like, Hey, have you thought about this? Take a step back. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. But having friends that'll be like, Hey, what did the Lord say? And like, I'm going to actually be the ones that are like with you, praying with you to see breakthrough in this, to see this thing come into fruition, that the Lord would give you courage and strength and vision and like being the ones that would like champion you in the inner courts, you know? And so I think, I mean, this can apply to so many things in life, I think. Um, even just what, what we feel like God's asking us to do, you know, even specifically in our lives, like, like 99% of our lives, it feels like we're, like, I feel like recently the thing I've been saying a lot is I'm like, he said, it, uh, like, his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And I was like, he never said he'd turn on the lights. He never said we could see the whole picture. Like, it sometimes it does really feel like you're like, oh, crap. Like, Sunday school is coming out and there's a lamp to my feet and I can only see a couple steps in front of me. And and there's, like, it's, it's uncomfortable and there's trust and there's fear and there's all these things that want to come up. Yeah. But I think, like... So I think this thing can, can apply to a lot of things, but I think, you know, like, I just feel even challenged, like, as my, like, like, what, what's the combat to comparison? What's the combat to feeling all the real things of, like, fear of the future and fear that you'll never end up with someone or fear that, like, or, or just transition as your friends enter into things? It's like, what is that, what is that, like, uh, the, the, the fight back, you know, for that? And I, I think a part of it is to be, like, more prayerful, to, like, lock in deeper into trust and be like you know what my friend is figuring things out right now but like our friendship isn't over and I'm gonna lock in and trust that they love me and I'm gonna be vulnerable and honest and have conversations when necessary and I'm just going to you know kind of take on that role and be like dang like I get to champion you in this like I get to pray for you I get to encourage you I get to help set up your wedding you know when the time comes I get to you know pray with you before you walk down the aisle you know depending on you know what roles you play in those things but I think like there's just this beautiful thing that we get to do you know as singles like I have so much more time in my life like so many of my best friends live all over the world and I'm like I'm gonna make space to go and be with them and to go and like sit on their couch and and wash their dishes and and you know just hang out with them because I actually have the time and the capacity as a young single person to be able to do that and to pour into their lives while they're you know again going through all of this stuff and and I think it's just like I think it's the that's like the kingdom response I think that's the response that we get to have of course processing all of the real things that are coming up with friends with the Lord allowing Jesus to come you know like not being afraid to ask the hard questions of being like God I feel so freaking lonely and I just feel like it's never gonna happen and allowing the Lord to either give you peace or sometimes the Lord wants to be like oh 
Like, Anna, I've been waiting for you to ask me about this. I've been, I've been waiting. Like, you've been so afraid to even ask me what I think because you've been so like, oh, well, it probably won't even happen. I don't want to get my hopes up. But he's like, oh, I have so much hope for your future. Let me tell you what I think first about you so that you can, you can be defined by my words and walk in confidence. But then second most, like, I want to, like, let me give you insight and perspective. And I think we can never go to, to the Lord without experiencing some, some level of, you know, whether it's, it's peace, it's joy, it's confidence, it's a, 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 a word where he's like, yo man is coming today. Get ready, girl. <laughs> like, you know, we can have that, but I think it's, um, I don't know. I think, I think that's the, that's the response. So anyways, guys, this is, <laughs> I feel good. I think that was good. I think, I, think I like this. Good. This is my very first time doing Her a podcast. podcast. Yeah. And it was really fun. It was really easy to just process like raw moments. There's like no pressure. Yeah. Um, so we need more of that. Yeah. And I'm glad that we caught it in the raw, like while we were talking about it. Cause we were like, Oh, let's just get to the cafe, to the coffee shop and do it there. And I'm like, no, but I want to talk about it now because I'm like, we want to know, like, we want to discuss this and, like, go through these feelings together and invite the Lord into this. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. So sorry for the, you're probably hearing our car. <laughs> but, um, no, seriously, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are encouraged. I hope this was um, fun. Um, we'll, have one, we'll have Anna back with the professional quality um, stuff. But, um, yeah, this is what I want this podcast to be, like, just honest raw moments um uh, as always let me know if there's things you want me to talk about um and yeah thanks so much for listening and uh yeah stay tuned for more